understanding. Lord, uh, far beyond our comprehension or even things that we, we understand in our mind. But Lord, let us understand how things touch our heart and penetrate. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. So um, you guys know that I, uh, Brother Don's pre- preaching this week. So I was going to finish this up on Sunday. But uh, I, I really I wanted to get, because it's kind of fresh. So I want to finish this up tonight because, you know, there are three roots of faith. And uh, the first root was, does anybody remember the first root that we talked about? The first root was love. Amen. Yeah. So so the first root of faith was was love. So we spent, you know, I spent probably, uh, you know, one whole Sunday talking about that. The second root was the word, the word of God. Amen. So when we actually got into that. And so I'm going to get into the third root tonight. So, you know, it, there, there are roots of faith. And one of the things for you have to understand for faith to operate in a person's life, there, there's got to be roots. There's got to be roots in the ground. And, you know, it's important to understand that you, we have to be loving uh, to understand how faith works. Amen. And the other part of that, it's good to know and have the word of God, to have the deposit of the word of God in your life, to, to, to know the actual operation of faith. And actually, the third route that I want to get into to, tonight on is, um, is, is the heart of man. And, um, you know, I, I started out because I, I, I realized, you know, in, in verse 2, it says, For indeed, the gospel was preached to, to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard didn't profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith. And one of the things we, we find in Scripture, you, you, see, a lot, you, you see a lot of things that, that deal with faith. But, you know, ultimately sometimes it's like, how do I, how do I get here? Or how do, how do I begin to understand that? And, and I realize, you know, Jesus, and you'll find that many times in the Bible, and, you know, and I was listening to Perry Stone even teach and talk about this today, and he was like, I never understood, you know, when I see the word heart in the Bible about, about you know, uh, the, the, the actual word penetrating the heart, I never understood it. And, and, I, and I, I understood that as well. Same thing. I was like, you, you know, the heart has a purpose. Everybody understands that the, the heart has a purpose. It's what keeps a person alive. But, you know, you'll find that there are many scriptures that deal with the heart. And um, so even, even point one coming out of this, knowing the, the word or, or hearing the word of God just isn't enough. You, you know, I, I know, you, Pastor, you always say faith comes by hearing. Yeah, faith, faith does come by hearing. It's how faith is built within a person's life. But, you know, you can take two people, sit them down in the same room, and they can listen to the preaching of the Word of God. One person gets something and another person not get anything. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, or you'll, you'll be in a meeting and you'll be, you'll be completely over, over the top. Like, did you not hear that? Did you not get that? Did, did, did you not understand what was being said? It's because it, it, there, there's something about the word that was released, that it, it penetrated. Anybody with me? Because I, I, I'm going to get all fired up here in a second. I remember one time when I was, uh, when I was younger, I was, uh, I was doing a lot of trainings across West Virginia. And uh, I, I went to Tennessee. Brent went to Tennessee to, uh, to, to Dave Ramsey. Anybody ever heard of Dave Ramsey? You're just a few of you. But, but I actually went to his headquarters, and, and I, I was actually going through some training to learn how to be a, a trainer in his program. And, you know, I thought I knew a little bit about finances. I thought I had an understanding of money. I thought I had an understanding of finances. But when I, but when I actually got there, you know, it's, it's a training. And, you know, if anybody goes to any kind of training anywhere, you're thinking, you know, they're going to be seven or eight hours. I'll get to go out and have a nice dinner. I'll go back, flip on the TV or whatever. It, you know, it'll be a relaxing time. You know, evenings will be free. 
We literally, from 7 a.m. till like 8, 8 or 9 o'clock at night, all we did was finances. And, I, and I, I realized the first day, I, what I thought I knew about money, I didn't really have, I didn't really comprehend it. Because, you know, there was something that I was missing, missing and, and this is from a secular standpoint almost, but very biblical. Dave, Dave's a Christian, but very biblical. The one thing that I was missing was, was I, I, you know, I had it up here, but I didn't have it here. And see, that's the same thing in under, understanding this. It's like, you, you, you see this scripture, you know, because people aren't, they, they're not mixing their belief with faith. And so you have to understand, because see, you know, Miranda, I remember her talking about this at different times, that, you know, we've got a bunch of bobblehead Christians. We've got people that have a lot of knowledge. That they, they, they can read the scriptures, they, they know the word of God, but they don't have the word in their heart. That when something happens, something serious comes along, well, this is what I know. Rather than knowing what I know. You guys understand, there are, there are two different things. You know, when I, when I got saved, I, I knew that it, there was a heart change. I, I, knew, I, knew, God, I, I knew God touched me. I, I knew, without a shadow of a doubt, I knew that my life at that point was different. I, I knew it. I, 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 I can't even, I can't even, does anybody, because do you understand that, you, you know, sometimes when we experience God, you, you can realize that, man, this got a hold of my heart. The heart of man. The heart of man. And it's important that you understand this is one of the areas in which we grow our faith. We, we begin to, to not only read the word, but we meditate upon the word so we can get it in us. You know, not, like I said, not just knowing the word, but understanding, you know, receiving the word into our heart. Amen. Um, you know, I, one other time, I, I remember I was in a, I was in a, a conference meeting with um, Nathan Morse, he's a, he's a great evangelist. And I, I, I remember what, whatever he was preaching. You remember that meeting? Powerful meeting. It was, it was powerful. I can't even remember necessarily what he was preaching, but something happened. And, and it was like there was a penetration of the word that was hitting me, not in my mind, but in my heart. I, I was like feeling the word in its power, and it was like penetrating in my whole being. And I'm telling you, that's what the word of God will do when you set yourself up. But I, you have to get your mind out of it. You know, on a Wednesday night, everybody's got stuff going on. You, you got, you, how am I going to get dinner? You know, because, you know, dinner is important, right? We, we want to eat. How am I going to get dinner? You know, how am I going to get to church? How am I going to get the kids here? How am I going to do this? I got to drive here. I got to do this. I got to do that. So it's like you, your mind, you know, and that's even the thing on a Sunday morning. Your mind is, is running 100 mile an hour. But we have to learn how to calm ourselves, position ourselves, where we can come in and receive. You know, point number two, talking about being rooted, we have to be rooted in the Word of God. But, you know, that was last week, being rooted in the Word of God. But we have to understand how, how the Word of God comes into us can truly change us. It can truly uh, change everything about our life. Amen. You know, Romans 10.10, 10, it says, For with the heart one believes. Unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the heart, one believes. So you know, guess what? Your heart, your heart has belief. Not just your mind. Well, Pastor, what are you talking about? How's my heart? How's my heart believe? Take your Bibles. Let's go to Matthew 13. Matthew 13. I just setting, I'm just setting this, and I want to leave time to be able to get into um, Matthew 13, um, man, let's, let's pick up at verse 3. I, I, I want to I show you something about the Word of God. And, 
Because, you know, e even an understanding, we can all hear the same message. We can hear the, hear the message of salvation. Why do some people take to it and say, man, I, I, I've got it? And why do, why do some people miss it? And I believe a lot of times it's not mixed with faith. We're not, we're not learning how to apply faith to it. And what we're talking about is for every believer to be rooted in faith, you know, we, we have to examine everything. Amen? We have to examine everything. Matthew 13, 3, it says, Then when he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sorrow went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony place where they, where they did not have much earth. And they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. What, what are we talking about here? We're talking about roots. We're talking about, about you know, some people hear something, but it's, it's not rooted. They're not rooted in things. Verse 6, it says, But when the sun was up, they were uh, scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. In verse 10, I want you to get the framework of this because this is Jesus talking, and Jesus is he's, he's talking, he's talking to the people, but he's also giving them the word of God in a, in a way or in an area where it penetrates not the mind but the heart. But the heart. In verse 10 it says, And the disciples came to him and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it, had be, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. For whoever has to him, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. That's a whole other message to preach, but that's a powerful word. It says, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them, they, and in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you will see, and not perceive. For the hearts... Of the people have grown dull. He's not talking about the minds. He's not talking about the, the mind of people have grown dull. But he's talking about the hearts of people. That you know. You, the, the hearts of people have grown dull. Mm. Their ears are hard of hearing. And their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts. And turn so that I should heal them. Understanding not of the mind, but understanding of the heart. I, the, see, the word of God can change you. It can change every fiber of your being. But it, it, it starts here. It starts here in the heart. Amen. And, you know, we, we should learn how to operate with more, more of a heart rather than more of a mind. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Verse 15, let me, let me just keep moving through this. I wasn't going to read it all. But blessed are, are the eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly, I say to you, that many prophets and re religious men desire to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. In verse 18, it says, Therefore, hear, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the wicked one comes, snatches away what was sown. Where? So, where was it sown? Where was it sown? It was sown in the heart. It was the, the, the word that was sown in the heart. The enemy comes and snatches it away. So, so the word of God, when, it, when, it, when it's out, when, it, when it's thrown out, is sown into the heart. Not the, because, see, when we, we get too much in our mind. You know, think about when you got saved, did you, know, did, you, did you know a lot about the Bible? Did anybody in here know a lot about the Bible before they got saved? Did, did you have an understanding of even what it meant to be a Christian? 
didn't have, I didn't have a clue. I, when I got saved, I was like, you know, I'm a sinner. I, I need Jesus. No, there's no doubt about it. I 100% need Jesus. But the word of God was sowing into my heart, and that's where the change begins. It's, it's the word being sowed into your heart. It says, this is he who receives seed by the wayside. Verse 20, but he who received the seed on a stony place, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no root. It has no root. <laughs> Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulations and persecutions arise, because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives seed among the thorn is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke out the word. And he becomes what? He becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on the ground is he who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. And I, and I, lo I love this about, about the parable because we understand that when Jesus is speaking, he's talking about the word of God being released into a man or to a woman. The heart of man. The heart of man. That there's, there's an actual real penetration of the word. You know, we're going to show this video in a little bit, and it's really powerful. And I'm maybe not doing everything justice to set it up for, for, for this video. If you have your Bibles, let's go to Luke 8, because I, I want to show you another story in the Bible. Because, you know, we spent time talking about contending in faith, contending for the things of God. But, you know, we're, we're in an hour, and we're in a time right now that, that's very uniquely different than, than any time in history. Would, it, would anybody say that? That the last 18 months, two years, even, even prior to that, we, we have truly been in, you, you think, uh, this, you know, I'm not old, praise God, I'm not old, but I, I think about the projection of time over the last even 15 years. Man, it seems like it's flying. I, I, I just, you, you turn around and it's like five years have passed, 10 years have passed. How quick time is actually moving. How quick time is moving. How quick time is moving. You know, and I would say this because it, it, we, have to, we, we have to begin as a body of believers, the, the church, the living church of Jesus Christ. We have to get this stuff so deep in us we have to be, you know, we're on Sunday nights. Why, why, are we, why are we going and doing life groups and we're, we're, we're talking about the Word of God? We're, we're building people up in faith in the Word of God. It's because, you know, there's a quick, I mean, the Lord's quickened us. Get the Word of God into people. Get the Word, because, you know, who, who knows? You, you know, who knows the hour of time? No one knows. But we have to be prepared. We as a church have to be in a place where we begin to prepare people to understand that, you know, this, this agenda, there is an antichrist agenda. It will happen. But while the church is here, we don't lay down and die. We, do, we, we don't lay down. That's why this word has to get into our heart, not into our mind. It has to get into a place where, you know, we're, you know no matter what, this is where I stand. You know, Pastor Phil Hutchison, I, you know, I, I follow him. He's in Canada. He, he was in court today. They, he's going to court this Friday, and they're going, they plan to take him to jail. This is in Canada. Because he, he chooses to, to stand for the church. 
You thought, oh, that would never happen in America. Guys, that's what everybody says. You know, people say, oh, that would never happen here. That would never happen there. You, you know, I, I'm telling you, this contending in the faith, you, 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 I tell you, as if you've been a believer for more than two or three years, and I, I don't want this to sound wrong, you, you've got to get ready to put your big boy pants on, boys and girls. We've got, to be, we've got to be willing to step up and say, you know what, I'm not going to get offended. I'm not going to get hurt because I know, I know that this is important right now. I know that the gospel of Jesus Christ has to go out. I know that, you know, souls matter to Jesus. We've got to push everything aside, every offense. Guys, listen, we all can get offended. Pastors can get, I know pastors that are offended. You know, I lay it down. That's what I, you know what, don't carry that. Don't carry that so, so that you can advance, amen? So that you, it's not you as in yourself, but so that you can advance the kingdom of God. You've got to learn to lay things down. It's so that the, the heart of man, the heart of man can, can, can truly operate in the fullness of faith which God gives them. You know, let's look at this story in Luke 8 because I, I, I see a lady, I, you know, and many have heard this story. I see a lady that no matter what, you know, is contending. Contending in faith. But you know, something's different about this whole story. It's, she, she, she's, out, she's not in her mind. She's not thinking about things in her mind. But every decision that she's making at this point is coming from her heart. No matter what I do, i got to get close to Jesus. Let's pick up and actually, uh, let's go to Luke chapter 8. You know, Luke actually tells a little more of the story. It's in three of the Gospels, uh, the, the story of the, of the woman with the issue of blood. Verse 40, Luke 8, 40, it says, So it was, actually, let me skip down because that's Jarius. I was going to get into that, but let me, let, me, let me just wait. Let's skip down to, where's that, 42? Yeah, uh, 43. 43, let's, let's pick up at 843. It says, Now a woman having a, a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians, it cannot be healed by any. Could not be healed by any. So right here, it could not be healed by any. No, no, nobody could heal her. No doctors, nobody, nobody could do anything for her. Came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood stopped. Everybody say miracle. Because that's what that that's a miracle. Was she healed? She's, she was healed in her body, but this was a miracle. The blood stopped instantly. She reached up, touched his garment, and the blood stopped. Now, you know, she, you know understand, there's a kind of faith that you, know, you can move and operate in where you're not, I, I'm going after it. I'm, I'm not sitting here thinking about the pros and cons. Well, if I do this... You know, I, you got your little calculator out, and you're, you're, you're weighing things out. Well, you know, if I do this, this could happen here. No, no, no. She, she had had this for 12 years. So she, she you know, understand, she, she is uh, at the point of, you know, whatever it takes. You know, what, can I say that? Whatever it takes. So that's a good motto for, for the church, right? Whatever it takes, we're, we're going to pr- pursue the things of God. We're going to walk things out in faith. Whatever it takes, we're going to do that. And Jesus said in verse 45, it says, "In Jesus, who, who touched me? Who touched me? And, you know, and I love the story because, it, you know, it wasn't that she touched Jesus' physical body. 
It wasn't that she went over and, and Jesus laid hands on her. She touched his garment. And Jesus says, you know, uh, uh, you know, understand, we're talking about the Son of God. We're talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus said, who touched me? And this is what Peter said. Peter denied it. He said, Peter said this. He said, those, um, he said, Master, he said, multitudes strong and press against you. Many people are coming near you and touching you. What do you mean who touched you? And Jesus was like, no, 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 no. Somebody touched me because I felt power leave. I felt virtue leave. You know, Jesus, can I tell you something? Jesus recognizes hunger. He, he, recognize, he, he, he sees hunger. That's what he's looking for. And I'm telling you, sometimes we've, just, we've got to get up, and we've got to, we've got to get to that place where, where we're willing to just touch, to, to, to draw in closer to the things of God, to touch it, to, to move and, and get, close, get, get close enough to where you can touch it. Because you know what happens? Power is released. The, the, that, that virtue. You know why? It's because Jesus wants to advance his kingdom. Through you. He's not going to use angels. The heavens. The, the, the Bible says the heavens belong to the Lord. But, but the earth he's given to man. We're here. Angels aren't going to do it. We don't worship angels. We thank angels when they come and aid us. Amen. A couple weeks ago. We thank angels, don't we? I mean, praise God. We, that's what we do. We thank them. They're here to aid us. We don't worship them. But he's given the earth to us to advance the kingdom of God. Isn't God, isn't God wonderful? But Jesus, he felt, he felt virtue leave. And I'm telling you, you know, this story, because this woman, I believe that it was, she, she was no longer, you know, you know what happens though? People think she's got to be crazy. You know, you know, really, she's not supposed to be there. She's unclean. She's bleeding. Jewish custom, you know, you know, even in the story, she doesn't get a name. We don't know her name. We just know that a woman had an issue of blood. And, you know, she didn't care. To the, to the place of, if they put me in jail, what, what does it matter? If they, because, or if I get stoned to death, that would have been the punishment, right? I don't care. I'm going to press, and I'm going to draw close. And there's something, there's something about decisions like this that, you know, it, 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 they're not mind decisions. See, we like to weigh out all the, I, you know, I used to do this. I used to weigh out things. I used to, well, you do the big flow chart. You know, I, I come from corporations, so I, I, I do all this, and if we do this, and e this equals that, and, you know, and, and it's like, you know, we're, and I want to say something, because, see, that can, you, you can have the absence of faith. See, you know, understand God wants to multiply, period. You know, people will come and say, Pastor, I love our little church. Me too. But it's going to be a big church. Oh, no, Pastor. No, it's going to be a big church. Amen. We're already a big church. I mean, people, Casey's big. It's not, we happen to be a part of a bigger church. You know, it, it's, it, but, you know, people, you know, oh, Pastor, you're being both. No, it's not about being boastful. It's, it's the fact that the more people that plug in to a church, the more people that are saved, the more people that are engaged doing the work of ministry. Amen. Amen. You, know, you guys know that if you've been here any longer than six weeks, we're not shy of asking people to get involved and do stuff. Why? Because it's the it's the body of Christ working together. It's the hands. It's the arms. It's, it, you know, hey, can you help? Can you pray tonight? Can, can you can you open up in prayer? Can you help with a men's men's Bible study? Do you care to come and share the word? Do you care to come and lead this or that? You know, because, you know, why? It's because we're here to encourage. 
know, Pastor Moran and I aren't here just to be patted on the back every week. You know, you guys, are, you know, no. That, that, we're here to encourage the people to see the people rise up. Amen. So other churches can be planted. Amen. Amanda's here. Praise God. You know, so that we can plant another church. How are you going to do that? I don't know. But uh, my heart, understand, it's in my heart. And when something's in your heart, you've got to pursue what's in your heart. Amen. You've got, you know, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? When David battled Goliath, is, see, this is such a great word. I, I love this. If David, you know, think about David. Is there not a cause? It was in his heart because he loved God. You know, one of those roots, he loved God. No matter what, he was rooted. He was, he was rooted in, in, in the love of God. How does this Philistine giant stand before the armies of my God? My God. Your God. Your God. How does he do that? Who does he think he is? He's about 5'10". He's, he's what? They, they estimate it could have been 13 to 14 years of age. Here's little David. walking. Who, who does this 9'10 giant think that he is? You know, Saul Hans walks over. Here, you can have my armor. David, you know, he tries his armor on. It don't fit. You know, it, it doesn't fit him. But what David had that others didn't have, guess what? He had heart. That heart. You, you, get, you getting this? He had heart. Everybody else there was in their mind. His brothers, oh, yeah, you're being all cocky, boastful. You're being like you, you know, normally are, you know. Didn't you read the story of Joseph? You know, we threw, we threw him in, you know, his brothers threw him in a pit. You know, anyway, I... You know, mocking him. Who do you think? You, you understand that when something gets in your heart, the, the love of God gets in your heart, that, you know, radically, when things get into your heart, you're just, nothing's going to change. You can't change my mind. You can't change my mind about the love of God. You can't change my mind that Jesus Christ is a redeemer. You can't change my mind that God's not a healer. I had somebody want to talk to me the other day about Jesus, you know, how healing was died out and I'm like I have seen way too much I have seen God do miracles instant miracles and I've seen God heal people so you want to keep this theology to you you you, you know I didn't tell him he had a heart issue but but if you if you want to keep keep that theology no that's not but I understand my God is a healer amen it's in my heart you know, I might have been a little more confused when, before I went to Hawaii, but when I started seeing, I remember when Auntie Sonia, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Sonia, but I remember her calling one night or something, or it was actually in church because they never called. They'd see the miracles of God happen a lot when we were first there. They would just, they were, we would have Bible study, and we would, we would be in the Word, and they would be like, well, so it says in the Bible that we can lay hands on the sick. Yeah, you can lay hands on the sick. Okay, that sounds, okay, we'll do that. And so, you know, Auntie Sonia, I remember the time you went and laid hands on the little baby that had a fever 103, and boom, the fever left. Amen. You know why? It's because the word got into her heart. This works. The word of God works for you and for me. Amen. Amen. The word of God works. You've got to understand, these, these are real roots. You've got to come out of your mind. See, I, I, don't want, I don't want us to ever, ever look at or be a church that we're just in our mind where we're just, if we could just, if we could just understand this a little more. You know what's interesting? Kenneth Hagin had one scripture. I don't know if anybody knows who Kenneth Hagin is. He had, he had one scripture that pulled him back. 
back that, that basically got he got he got his healing. Hagen's scripture was actually out of Mark eleven twenty three. And truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, this is what Hagen stood on when he was in the hospital as a young man getting ready to die. He stood upon one scripture. That scripture got you. You want to talk about how powerful the word of God is? He didn't know. He wasn't quoting the whole Bible. Listen, you don't have to quote the whole Bible. It's good you read and study the Word of God. Get it in you. Amen. But you can stand upon one scripture. You know, Hagen, it's 1123. It says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea, and do not doubt. Do not doubt. Where? In your heart. Don't doubt in your heart. Isn't that something? Don't, that's not talking about your mind. Don't doubt in your heart. Keep, keep all doubt away from where? Your heart. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe that what they say will happen. It will be done for them. He stood upon that one scripture. John G. Lake. John G. Lake. Great healing ministry. Amen. We have a church there, actually, in Spokane, Washington. He stood on Acts 10.38. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good. Who went about doing good. He anointed him. He, you, you understand. He anoints you. As a believer. You're anointed by God. Amen. Amen. I don't feel. It's, you got to get the, the feeling. out. No. It's in my heart. I'm anointed by God. Amen. You got to get it in your heart. You've got to speak differently. It's, it's got it's to be, be here. Well, you know, I'm, I feel defeated. You know. Guys, we live in the world. Every, every day we get up, we, we, have the, we have the ability and the option to feel defeated. Am I right? Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to rub you the wrong way. Somebody, you know, your kid's going to have a cold. Something's, go, something's going to happen. But you have every, every day you get up, you have an option to choose what you allow to come in. And I'm going to say, you have every, every decision and every option what comes out of your mouth. Because if you start, you start thinking... And you start speaking a bad day. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a bad day. So I had a bad day. I remember Rand and I were somewhere one time, and this guy, it's all he knew was that song. And he kept singing it over and over and over. Finally, we had to get up and walk out. It was like, man, he just like, bro, you're, you're going to have a bad month. You know, it's the only song you know. So it's a nice little ring and ditty, but, you know, had a bad day. I don't know how it went. It's a stupid song. It's still a stupid song if you're watching. So don't listen to that garbage. Don't speak that out of your mouth. But John G. Lake, he says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. He went around healing all. How many did he heal? Some? A few? No, pastor, he healed all. He got that scripture in his heart. He got it in his heart. They would take, they would take, they would take like even, even the, the virus itself, and they would put it on him. They would put it in his hand, and they would watch the virus die. You know why? Because he was anointed. He got it in his heart. You guys, we're not powerless. You're not a, you're not a powerless Christian. You've been given power. You know, uh, you know Acts 1.8, you shall receive what? You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. It's not, it, it, people, it's, it's not for, it's for the purpose that you on this earth walk in power. That you're not weak, amen? You know, when you got the sniffles or you got a cold, you can curse that thing, amen? 
I curse this in Jesus' name. I'm not going to be sick in Jesus' name. I mean, I, God does it. Amen? Because our God's a healer. See, the, the woman with the issue of the blood, she, she had faith in her heart. I, I believe that. That's what, drove, that's what drove her to Jesus. Because, you know, it, when you get in the mind, you, it, gets, it gets confusing. You start rationalizing everything. You start thinking, about, well, does God really want to do this? You know, because understand, see, that's where a lot of people operate. They operate in their mind. They don't believe just to believe. They operate in their mind. They want to rationalize everything through, through thinking rather than just believing what the Word of God says. Well, sometimes it works, sometimes it, I, I don't think that way. I believe the Word of God because it's truth. Amen? If, you know, and, and this is the honest truth. If, if something doesn't happen, I don't blame the Word of God. I don't look at that. Well, you know, God didn't do it this time. No, 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 God doesn't change. God doesn't change. You know who I look at? I look at me. What am I missing in faith? Am I in my mind? Am I in my head? Am I not believing in my heart? Am I, am, am, am I not mixing? Is my faith not mixed with, with my heart right now over this issue? Because I, I, I promise you, see, and this is back to the whole thing, to, to, to the thing of roots. Man, you, you, can, you can truly be rooted in the Word of God. You can be rooted in love. And, you know, you can have the faith to move mountains. I truly believe that. I truly believe that you can have mountain-moving faith. Just like Hagen, you know, young man, he's getting ready to die. There's nothing we can do for you. You're going to die. What did he do? He stood upon the Word of God. You know, many of you don't read a Bible school. I mean, it's had a, a worldwide impact. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of sons Hagen has. I'm preaching out of this house. I mean, there's been impartation through a variety of different people. That's impartation. It's very real. Spiritual impartation is very real. But, I, but when things get into your heart, things get into your heart, man, it, 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 will, it will push the thinking aside. It will push uh, just, you know, the, the understanding or knowledge of you know, what we think we know or, or what someone says. Believe in your heart. I want to do this video, so I've got I to do that. Um, you know, I was the other point, too, because I, as I was studying today, you know, your, your faith, and I want to close with this, and then I want to I I pop this video in, because I, I, want, I want you to hear it, because it's, it's, just, it's a good piece of information, because it, it challenged me in my thinking today. See, your faith is not, you're not rated in your faith, high faith, low faith, middle place faith, based upon how much scripture you have or you, or you know. You, you guys follow me? But the, 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 the context of scripture, you know, how much you, you, you employ or, or the convictions of the spirit of God that you, that you actually get the revelation of the word. See, you, you, can, you, can, you, can quote, you can quote 150 things out of the Bible, but if you don't believe it in your heart that you can have that, guess what? You'll, you'll not have it. You'll not possess it. I can read to, to read, 
But there's such there's such a true difference of getting something inside of you that's like, you know, I remember when I first started winning souls, I was like, you know, you you don't want to be offensive. You know, you don't want to like, you know, I shouldn't pray with people at work, you know, you know, because, you know, it's like policy. You know, it's like, you know, it's all this stuff, right, that the, the that, you know, the, the devil's trying to trip you up in. I, you know, I shouldn't pray with people at Walmart because somebody might get mad. You know, I shouldn't pray with people at Paia Fish Market because you're going to offend the head of, Miranda actually offended the head of the, the Buddhist party or whatever. I call it a party. They're not even religion, I guess. You know, she, she offended. The, we were sitting at Paia Fish Market, and you got to sit at a table together. And we sit down, and it happens to be the guy that oversees all of the island of Maui. He's the Buddhist whatever guru, and, and uh, I'm not trying to make fun of him. I promise I'm not. But so, and I, I, I'll never forget it because, you know, the, you know Miranda, Miranda just point blank asked him, has anybody ever told you about Jesus Christ? Of course, he's one of the gods. You know, he's one of the gods they believe in. But, but then, you know, Miranda was like going back all the way to, you know, back to, the, back to uh, Adam and Eve. And he, like, stops her, and he's like, well, you know, I've heard about the story. He's real calm. And uh, literally within, like, four to five minutes, the guy that was with him started getting offended, you know. And, you know, Buddhists, they're supposed to be real calm people. Well, this guy's getting mad because, you know, Miranda's preaching. He, she's talking about hell now. You know. This is what the Bible says. That, if, you know, you don't, you don't receive Jesus Christ as Lord. You know, you, you could actually go to hell. And anyway, uh, they got mad and walked away. But. Or we, I don't, can't remember. We left, didn't we? I can't remember the whole story, but, but anyway, we had our kids with us. Um, but yeah, I understand. It, it's not about how much scripture you have in your head. It's about how you employ the scriptures. It's about it's about the, the you know the convictions of the Holy Spirit for you to walk out what the Word of God says. Amen. Getting a revelation of the Word. Getting a getting a true revelation of the Word. You know, don't be a bobblehead Christian. Amen. Don't be somebody just, you just talk the talk and you, you know, because people want to, they want to quote other people too. I, I quote other ministers, you know, I get your own quotes, you know, praise God, get, get your own stuff, get your own revelation from God. Hey, he's got a revelation. Praise God. Get your own revelation. Amen. I mean, I, I, I like, I like reading about the old dead guys. I do get your revel, get your own revelation from God. These, these guys are great. They're, 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 they're full of faith. But get your revelation from, from God yourself. Amen. Amen. Before I close this out, does any, does any, is everybody here saved? Do you know Jesus Christ as Lord of your life? I never want to give that opportunity not to pray with people. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today you can do that. Sundays, Wednesdays, it doesn't matter. We want to give people the, 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 the we want to invite people and give them the, the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. If you've not done that, we can pray a simple prayer with you tonight. And you can know that your, your name's uh, written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Know that you're on your, on your way to heaven. Amen? It's a very simple thing. It's not, but see, that, that's where faith, it's, it's the, from, you know, Romans 10.10. 10. You know, it, 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 from the heart. Amen? From the heart. So, if anybody in here needs prayer tonight or wants to receive Jesus, just slip up your hand and we'll pray. So if that's nobody in here, we'll move on. Everybody good? Everybody saved on their way to heaven? Amen? Guess what? Guess what? This is it. I want to challenge you to, 
to bring somebody, bring somebody Sunday. But you know what? Also, make sure, make sure the people around you are saved. Make sure people, make sure people know Jesus. Amen? Amen. You may say, hey, pastor, I've never done that before. I've never led anybody to the Lord. You know, come and see us. We've got things and tools we can put into your hand that will help you lead people to, to Christ. You know, oftentimes the one thing about leading someone to Jesus, you know, some people use a soul winning script. I, I, I don't. I, I oftentimes will, I'll ask somebody, hey, you know, can I pray for you? And, uh, you know, people in West Virginia do not turn prayer down. Right, guys? You with me? People people like, well, yeah, you can pray. And you know what happens a lot of times in those situations here? The Holy Spirit will begin to move. And as you're praying for them, God will give you a word of knowledge. He'll give you a word of, you know, hey, you know, I'm feeling like, you know, you've got this going on in your body or something's going on. Can we pray for that? Boom, you get a word. And next thing you know, people are weeping. I've seen it on the streets. I've seen it in Walmart. I've seen it everywhere. I've seen God do these things. Amen? You can do that. Amen? Everybody here can do that. You, you know, you have that kind of faith. Amen? Mountain-moving faith that I'm going to win somebody. I want to, you know, I want to challenge you this week. Win somebody. Win somebody. You're having a down day? Go tell somebody about Jesus. It'll change your, it'll change your perspective. It'll, it'll, it'll truly change your perspective. Amen? Amen. Brother Don, I know we're still online. Is that right? Okay, I'm going to close that down. Father, right now, thank you, Lord, for this service. And you guys, I want you to stick around because I want you to watch this video. It's about, it's about 10 minutes. Yeah, amen. We can do that. Father, I thank you, Lord, for tonight. I thank you for the word of God. And, Lord, I thank you for faith. Let, it, let faith arise, Lord, out of this house to see a great harvest of souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God.